Hey y'all, it's your girl Salem, and I want to be every girl I see on the TV. TV. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Alexis, and I'm Brittany with a halo, Beyonce with no label. Oh my my doja make you say so. Yes. <laughs> yes. And this is lemonade and tea. Lemonade and tea. Girl, we still have to work on this. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> um, Ocean, okay. So I tell you, I quote that line constantly. Listen, I love it. first off, I am obsessed with y'all. The fact that y'all, I still cannot get over the fact that y'all like that one so much because I, I really thought that everybody was going to be like, oh, that was a little cute one, but I felt connected to it. So since y'all do too, I'm like, yes, yes. What I'm obsessed, curious. literally obsessed. Um, Thank y'all so, so much for having me. Of course. No so today my we have an amazing guest. <laughs> we have an amazing, amazing guest. Let's do this intro. We have Ocean Kelly. Okay, let's let's get into it. So Ocean Kelly is truly the anomaly of modern rap music. His genre blending viral hits like Wanda Cunty Vision and the Into the Cunt of It have propelled Ocean into a spotlight as one of the most interesting and dynamic rappers on the internet. Ocean, an Atlanta native, uh, brings forward his creativity through more gender fluid personas. As seen through most of his recent work, Black Pamela. Woo-woo. Period. And Black Pamela is Ocean's debut EP. It's inspired by the nostalgia and melodies of the early 2000s culture. Infused with heavy metaphors and dizzling lyrics, Black Pamela will have you missing the days of TRL and 106 Park. If you don't know, you need to know. Um, Black Pamela, Kelly's Black Pamela blends 90s hip-hop tempo with the moments of ballroom creating a unique and exciting debut EP. When I tell y'all, this EP is sickening. Sickening. Black Pamela is available on all streaming platforms, so if you haven't, please go stream it. It's on Apple Music, Spotify, it's everywhere. When I tell you, it's so good. It's amazing. So welcome, Ocean Kelly, to Lemonade and Thank y'all so much. Oh my God, that was so awesome. Like, I love y'all. I just love y'all. I'm so happy to be here with y'all. Oh my gosh, we love you too. So today we really wanted to discuss um, our experiences when it comes to being Black queer creatives in 2021. Um, We want to talk about, like, just our come up and everybody's, like, experiences, especially specifically Ocean, because it's a whole thing. But... Ocean, before we get into talking about that, um, who is Ocean Kelly and how did Ocean Kelly come to be? Um, Ocean Kelly is the rap Beyonce. Ocean Kelly, let me stop. No. Ocean <laughs> no, Kelly. That's, that's, is, don't, <laughs> no, that's true. That's fucking no, Ocean, true. Thank you. Ocean Kelly is um Ocean Kelly is a character I've created after um years of being a rapper as a kid. I've been rapping since I was eleven years old and um over the years, you know, I went by many names like Prince Flame, and I used to go by my middle name, uh, which is Mikel, because you know how Drake was going by his middle name. I was like, oh, let me, you know. Um, and I think that's where the Kelly came from, and it just naturally evolved, and here we are. Here we I are. I know that my cousin name is actually Mikel, so I even. Oh I my even God. See? Look at, even look at that. More. Connections. More and more <laughs> connections. I was telling them, like, y'all, eyeshadow, I still cannot get over. The colors are so vibrant. So y'all gonna have to give me the palette uh, secrets a little later, okay? <laughs> oh, we got you. We got you. Honestly, it's such a for me like being black and having color pop on our skin. Yeah, it's just yeah. I don't know. For me, I started with colors. Not you know how usually yeah. people start with neutrals. I was like, I'm gonna start with colors, and I'm obsessed with it. And seeing Alexa, Alexa's always got the colors popping. So, no, y'all. Both y'all trying. colors is popping. I be I be trying and I be looking. <laughs> we love good filter, but um, yeah, y'all look amazing. Y'all look amazing. Thank you. Thank oh my you. gosh, thank you so much. Um, so how has your year been in twenty twenty one? Specifically, being a black creative, honestly, like you've done a lot. You've you've oh done a lot God. from the music video with Miss La La Ree on Drag yes. Race. Yes. Um, Bob giving you the most Bob the drag queen giving you the most love and like support honestly Bob feels yes. so passionate about you <laughs> so passionate about and you every time like we've had several conversations now and I'm still sitting here like Bob that, wow. like that is so dope to me like it's really cool um, shout out to both of them it's just so cool to see like even like with Lala like here in Atlanta like I have seen her perform so many times I have met her before the energy's always right but you really can manifest stuff um and I really think, like, from 2020 going into this year, that's what happened with me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, 2020 was like for a lot of people rough. And I think for me, um, my fear was thinking, how am I going to um, make sure I can continue to be creative when we're not able to go anywhere? And little did I know that I would be sitting here right now, like, you know, fully like, you know, realized as a character and as an artist from one of the hardest times. So like this year to me is like overwhelming. It's super. Mm. Can we cuss on here? Yes. I just want to make sure this year was overwhelming. Like, um, but I'm very happy. Like from, from the Lala thing to the Wanda's country vision, the cool part about it is, um, you know, you can't really predict it. It just kind of happens. Like, as long as you're working and putting your energy into things, they'll just happen. And I find myself playing catch up this year with um, some of the things I'm doing. Like, Wanda came out of nowhere. You know, it was perfect timing in line with this. And then the next thing, you know, it, it just happens mm-hmm. if you're just you're passionate about it. And that's, that is what I've learned so far, like, this year for sure. Yeah. Honestly, like, that's... It's, it's so interesting because, like, 2020 just being the struggle year that it was. And you're like okay we're all at home we're yeah. sitting here um what are we okay well let's do this let's try to do this and i have time mm-hmm. to like really invest in this and really go after this yep and then really 2021 coming around it's like oh oh shit okay bet. we won't keep going we won't keep going <laughs> right. exactly 2020 gave a lot of people a lot of time to just sit and think and in mm-hmm. that, I don't think society was ready for anybody to do that because, yeah. mama, everybody got a store, everybody got an online shop, everybody got fuck, uh, YouTube video channels, and, like, everything is just popping, and, like, you're not realizing how impactful just, like, hustling is and how you don't have to rely on corporate America or or be stuck in a box or you can just, like, go outside of yourself and, like, be literally anything and everything you want to be. And like I feel like with the with the impact of twenty twenty and going into twenty twenty one, like it's just it was just meant to be. It it needed Honestly. to happen for everybody. No, absolutely, absolutely. Speaking on what you were saying about like like just the corporate world, the internet between like now Bitcoin and like so many other like outlets to survive, like people are mad. And when I say people, y'all know what people what people I'm talking about. <laughs> They're pissed. But I mean it's honestly really freaking dope like this is the world we live in and we are we're the future y'all we're the future the kids are the future we still the kids you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's it's really cool this is such a cool it's it's such a cool time to live in especially like because we're all in our 20s right yeah right mm-hmm. i was like okay one of y'all might be 17 18, i'm just kidding no <laughs> but, um it's just like the fact that we're all in our 20s we kind of saw the gap of like you know uh people older than us kind of experience kind of like being kind of stuck in their ways like pre-internet and then we're seeing how the kids are now and how they're thinking and we're like right in the middle like looking like oh my god we was here in the myspace like aol like <laughs> so it's kind of yes, like cool but right it's so interesting yeah. like literally being in that middle of like rem- like first of all just like seeing i would say like more so like our parents generation of just like okay i guess this is what we're gonna stick with and that's really what it seemed like for me where i was like yeah no we're just gonna continue to do this yeah. versus our generation and being in our 20s like where we're yeah. like i felt something was off because i feel like i should just be <laughs> doing whatever i want to do and then gen right. z is basically like fuck you i'm gonna yeah. like really <laughs> like and we're like yeah go off go right, off right right gonna do it too <laughs> and i try not to blame our parent generation because i feel like to a point they were literally just trying to survive with what they yeah. had and it was taking every opportunity for what they had and so they could yeah. only go based off of like what was popping and if that was straightening your hair then you had to straighten your hair to get a job and if that yep. was like being abused at the workplace by a white man then that was that mm. to feed my kids and so i like i try not to like go too hard on them yeah but something needs to be changed like if you can't recognize that that's toxic and that's not how we should be living then stay yeah. stay mm-hmm. back there because <laughs> like that's not where we're going right now that's not that's what that's the, that's not what we need to be so if you're like I'm like trying to tell my mom and like other people of that generation, like sure that was fine then, that but that doesn't make it right, it, and that doesn't exactly. mean that it, it's okay to continue just because it was a tradition or it just what we did during the time. Like that's exactly that's not what we're doing. I love mm-hmm. that you said that it doesn't make it right. Like it's okay to say you made a mistake and 
take accountability now to, you know, make that change. So I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, that's literally how, like, I've, like, talked to my parents about it, where I'm just, they, and especially, like, they're, they were born in Ethiopia, so they were born in a different country and a different culture, and I was Mm. born in two literal different cultures, where at home I'm in an Ethiopian culture, and Ethiopia is a collective, like, society, it has a collective Mm -hmm. mindset, and then I go Mm -hmm. to school and my friends are American, where in American society it's an individualistic society, so it's, I'm sitting there, like, okay you know what i'm just gonna which is why like i have like the drive where i'm just like i'm just gonna do me because i just feel like i'm fighting two cultures which i'm not trying to be a part of i'd rather just exist in my being Mm -hmm. right and that be that but like trying to explain that to them is kind of hard but i'm like listen i understand i love y'all just don't just don't try to control or tell me what to do with my choices and my actions what i learned is that the harder that you work on the things that you love you get to the point where you're just like, girl, I'm over it. Like, if y'all, maybe y'all will understand one day, but like, as you see, like, my track record, the things that I'm doing creatively and how they are benefiting me positively, and hopefully, you know, the family one day has, you know, finances, you know, um, progressing things like that. So it's like, yeah, it, 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 the more, the more you do stuff, and I feel like with 2020 and this year, that's something that I've learned too. Um, whether it be family and friends, you know, the sacrifices you make as a creative, you know, um, I'm seeing a lot of people like all my friends get back out and like everybody's partying again. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm still here working. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's a it's a payoff that I'm OK with, you know. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy you brought that up, because honestly, like there's this moment there. There are a lot of moments as of recently, honestly, that where I feel bad because I'm like. I'm more so investing in doing this podcast or create just being a creative on social media and the things that I really want to go after. So financially, mm-hmm. I don't have the money to take trips. Like yeah, I don't yeah. have the money to like go out to the club or go out to bars all the time. And like my friends do. And so I kind of like there's that level of like FOMO that I feel where I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, like I'm missing out. But also like I'm also dedicating my time to, in, into something that I really love. So I'm like, I know it's going to pay off. I yep. know it feels bad for now, but like it'll pay off. I know it will because I just feel it and I have the alignment of it. I'm like, that's just yep. and I want to. And it makes me happy ultimately at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah, it's love definitely that. those. Yeah, completely agree. I um, love the idea. Sorry, sorry, mm-hmm. to cut you off. I, I love the idea of being like. I think it's when you're like. I guess I would say. Stubborn creative in a good way though. Like you're like this is it. People will tell you Plan B, Plan B. Oh. That's nice. This is it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) I feel like that that's the way to be. And that's why they call us crazy people, because we are crazy, you know, and it it all it all pay off. So, oh, my gosh, literally, it'll it'll all be worth it. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I keep going by, because it's like, but you have my do you have you have a plan B, though? You have a you have a backup plan. I'm like, I mean, I have ideas. Do I want to really invest in them? <laughs> right, right, right. Not really. I, yeah, I prefer to yep. pursue this and go down this route. Mm-hmm. And I feel just so excited and empowered. And also, like, there's a thing of the environment that you're around as well. Mm-hmm. It, and mm-hmm. I'm realizing, like, I have beautiful friends and whatnot, but they are also not in my world of creativity. So they don't right. fully understand when I'm like, nah i'm not doing a nine to five like this isn't a side thing for me like this is like my life and this is all Mm -hmm. i want to know i think for me especially like after doing a nine to five i was just like oh i was so depressed and i was like no no this is not for me and the level of anxiety that i would consistently have going into it i would watch youtube videos and be like coming up with ideas at my job like at my desk and i'm like You preach it. You preach it. I'm like, <laughs> right. And I'm like, why am I? This is obviously what you want to do. And eight hours a day, literally, you're there for eight out, eight to nine hours, whatever. And I'm done my work the first three hours. The next, like, five, six hours, I'm literally coming up with ideas of, yep. like, things that I yep. want to do. Mm-hmm. That I, I have done that since at every job I can think of that I've had. Um, I've done that from being, like, a host to... Um, working at clothing stores, working at warehouses, like call, er, I, there's never been a place where when the boss didn't step out, I had a little piece of paper where I'm just like, 
gonna write this. I'm like, let me just write a rap so the time could pass. Ain't no uh-huh. customer's child. Like, <laughs> just, you know, trying to find stuff. And I'm, I'm happy you brought that up because I remember before the pandemic, I was still doing that. So when the pandemic happened, I lost work and I was like, I have to figure out how to, you know, survive. And mm-hmm. for me, I kept telling myself that coming out of the pandemic and coming when we get out of this situation, I want to make sure I establish a foundation for myself to where I can thrive in a comfortable environment. So if I'm not making thousands and millions or billions or however many dollars, at least I'm making something from my creative work to, um, you know, take care of myself. And I'm very I I think I need to work on being proud because I I did do that. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. And I am doing that. So I think I need to keep reminding myself of that you know what i'm saying in days where yeah. you're just kind of like what do i do now what do i do it's like you have to see where you started you know right so. yeah and i see like such a passion behind your art and behind just like yes. people that i'm surrounded with and how they're creative but i feel like at a point with our generation and the generation beneath us like sometimes they get washed in the sauce of like oh this youtuber makes millions of dollars on one video yes and act like and that'd be the goal of like making millions and like where that's if it happens it happens great but that's not what i need what i need is to like be able to create be able to produce content be able to like be in involved with creative minds and yep. live mm-hmm. comfortably is my goal like i don't i don't want to like if if it, if i'm a millionaire then by all means i'm a millionaire but we're all eating at the end of the day like i'm not just trying to like be in my own little world with my money because like what is that doing like what who does that benefit besides the yeah. economy i guess <laughs> but like i'm not worried about them i worry about us like i'm trying to feed everybody and like i feel like well, we're all in the same circle and we're all just like picking off i picking off ideas from each other or like sharing with each other or like growing with each other then like that's that's that should be the focus like that's what where we need to be yeah absolutely absolutely and you you feel better in life when you do that when you're growing with people that you love and grow you know what i'm saying you have those people you feel so much better you're like i made five dollars off this now i made 10 now i made 20 now i made 30 you're like you're ha- every every little dollar counts. The same way people get to get excited and go celebrate with their friends when they get a raise. When you hit a hundred right. subscribers, two hundred, three hundred, your friend should be amping you up and saying, "You did it, girl! You did." You know what I'm saying? Like that's yes. just that's I, that's how it should be. That's how it should be. And I feel like when you, the more you start to pour into your creativity, you will weed the people out who aren't on that. You know, on that same like same energy, like yeah. Men- yeah, same energy, same like mental like. So. I don't know. I think that when and when you weed them out, you're just like, oh, like it doesn't have to be a bad thing. I still love you. We could still talk. We could still hang out, but we maybe can't exist every day because if we do this, then it's going to hurt me and it's probably going to hurt you because we're going to both start realizing like we're always, you know what I'm saying? So that's something I've learned as well. Absolutely. That is like the like I'm not trying to like have sponsorships from like the biggest brands. Like I'm trying to like get people on where that's on my level and like share share the knowledge, share the wealth, share the energy. Like I'm just trying to do that. And then if we all grow simultaneously to those levels, period, and we celebrate that when we get there. But as of right now, like let's encourage each each other where we are. Yes, 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 yes. That Absolutely. literally just reminds me. I always, again, I think I've said this also at the listening party on Clubhouse, um, that like what Isa Ray said when she says work across, not up. She's like, mm-hmm. don't try to consist, like consistently try to be like, oh, I know that person has a lot of money and a lot of followers, so I'm going to keep going up and up versus working with all of the creatives that are on your level and y'all all collectively build together like to see where Issa Rae is with what she has with the people she started with on YouTube Mm -hmm. what exactly it happens that way because if you work collectively across you're stronger this person has a network here this person has a connection here hey I know this person here they can help you out here because I have that network that's how it really works and it really benefits everyone ultimately Yep, I feel like a lot of the some of the most famous people have done that. That's why when we look back at pictures, we're like, we they knew each other at that time. They yeah. sure did. <laughs> That's why they're all yeah. where they are. So I agree. I, I agree. That. Um, what was the music video like when with Miss Lala Reed? Cause that shit was fire. Y'all ate. Oh my god. Um, I'm a. Uh, 
Okay, okay. Now, don't get it twisted. The music video was amazing. Okay. The experience was amazing. Period, period. Okay. Now, prior to that, you know what I'm saying? There were some things that had nothing to do with Lala whatsoever. It was just, you know, some other things that we were, we, me and her were worried about. The team was worried about. We was like, what in the world? We made it work. And then, mm. boom, it was magic. Like, oh, it was so much freaking fun. Um, speaking of working across, like, I, you know, knew the director previously from here in Atlanta. Um, and just, like, little stuff like that. It, it was just, it was iconic. It was so much fun. The dancers were super dope. Like, uh, it, it was, it was, it was hard to realize that, wow, I'm working with a peer that I admire on a TV show mm. that I'm obsessed with. But you're not thinking that in the moment. You're just like, go, 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 go. Then, you know, we have to wait, like, weeks and weeks and weeks. And then when it happens, it's just like, oh, finally. It's like, girl, I don't know how y'all be holding it in for, you know, eight months when y'all uh, film it. Right. I'm just like, I would be, yeah. I was sitting there like, even my friends, I'm like, I'm not nobody. Like, I, they, you know, f friends knew, like, my team who helped me, you know, get mm -hmm. together when we was there. Um, but they didn't see it and I didn't want to show them and mm. they were so like excited to see it, you know, at the same time. But yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. Lala is so sweet. That's my sister. <laughs> I love it. it. I'm obsessed. It, yeah, that video was fucking fire. The song was fucking fire. Like everything about it was absolutely amazing. And also your fucking EP. Yes. Black, Black Pamela, Pamela is that bitch. Oh my God! Well, thank you so this much. This EP is like so smart. Like I love a smart yes. like rapper slash artist. Like it's one thing to just rhyme words and just like make them go together. Yeah. No offense, Cardi, but we <laughs> thank y'all so much for your time. <laughs> <laughs> but when you can like do the metaphors, do the like comparisons, like make it make sense. Like that's where I, that's where I, that's where it hits for me. Like, and this EP, when I tell y'all, it is genius, genius. Thank you, Honestly. thank you. I am such a rap nerd. Don't get me talking about rap forever, but like I grew up on hip hop music, like hip hop music. Like I was a little gay boy, like listening to these like heavy hitting, you know, <laughs> rappers. And even though I'm not living in their world, the pictures that they created on the songs, I knew I could do that and I wanted to do that. And they and they took me into their world. Mm. Um, I love when I would hear songs um, by like some of my faves and it's like it would take years and I'm like did they just say that like years later like stuff like that to me is really cool you can it's really cool I wanted to with Black Pamela I wanted you to hear it initially and say I can rock with this I can run to the gym I can turn up with my friends you know what I'm saying I can wind down to listen to TV girl but still get some like movement inspiration but then if I go back and read the lyrics I can also be like oh this is cool you know what I'm saying I, I love rap. Rap is the number one thing I do over anything. So I wanted to make sure that with the EP, I showed that. But in in with the person I am now, I guess, um, with Ocean Kelly becoming like this non-binary character almost, um, because I literally just started like putting on makeup and wigs and stuff on my birthday during the pandemic. And it just... Wow. And when I saw the reaction on TikTok, I was like, oh, like, yes. okay, well, I like doing this too. So let's, <laughs> let's keep it up. Let's learn. Let's practice. And, you know, I had some of my peers in Atlanta say, you know, your mug got so good so fast. I was like, yeah, girl, thank you. I was bored. I was bored boots. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, but, and that's what I think creativity is what keeps you sane, you know? Mm -hmm. And I had the pandemic to create Black Pamela. A lot of the songs started to finalized towards the end because being in my house so much and trying to make like this party music it's like i physically want to be there but i wasn't mentally and then after you know it got warmer started going to the park you know what i'm saying started getting back in the gym and i was like oh now i'm feeling it let's finish these raps let's do these second verses let's you know what i'm saying finish these beats so i'm, I'm just obsessed and i'm so happy that y'all love it like I'm so happy. It's really, really, really amazing. Like the entire, like from the beginning to end, I, I listen to it like in my car. And I, for me, like I love listening to like albums in my car. Mm -hmm. Like it was so <laughs> perfect. Kiss. Like it really was like my windows down, listening to every single song. Like yes, I was yes, yes, as yes. soon as like, <laughs> like as soon as like TV girl came on for me, for me, mm -hmm. I was like, 
yeah, this is my, yes, I literally have lived this, like, <laughs> verbatim, like, this is exactly yeah. what I've lived, and I just relate to it so much, I'm so happy you kept it on the EP. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that y'all love it, like, you have no idea, the, the, the insecurities, honestly, that's why I put it in the, at the back, mm-hmm. um, because I was like, oh, people might not, but then, I'm also a big person on making sure I create the experience properly, so mm-hmm. my insecurity ended up being perfect for like the vibe you know what i'm saying it made sense mm-hmm. to go out with that so i was like right. yay yay and wet oh, t-shirt yeah. my little emo heart yes yes alexis girl. heard it the, and alexis the, was the like the second bitch. i heard those electric guitars bitch i was like i was like oh this is some lame shit like she yes. has this yes. oh i already do but yes. honestly i think that's one of my favorites off the album to be quite honest it is so beautifully written it is so yeah. clever i was like i was, yes. I was literally like oh my god like the wet t-shirt from your tears like, yes, yes. yep thank you so much so i when I I got the beat and I instantly freestyled the chorus, I swear it, it just came out naturally. Not freestyled the chorus. the chorus, yeah, wow. like literally, like I j- the words just started coming. So when I said it, I honestly didn't even know what I was saying. But that's the cool part about like art, that's you know. Amazing. It starts off as an yeah. expression, and then you know it goes from there. I had the chorus. I was obsessed. Um, two of my best friends were over here, you know, having some wine, chilling, and. I just started playing it and then uh shout out to adrian expression and dewanda adrian expression he's a, a another youtuber um he's actually based out here in, Al- in atlanta um and he's so good at melodies and on the piano so like i did the um i can tell the serious and then he was like and i was like period so we just like literally started creating it together from there and i would throw out a line and they was like why don't you say this word why don't you add this and that was cool because other than that song literally my entire life i have written every single thing by myself and that was co- and and mostly because as a rapper you know that's like your thing you want to rap but this was like not a rap it was a fun song and also i'm completely open to you know getting creativity and letting everybody join in so it was just like boom and it just came together they left and i had to write the second verse like so i could be focused to like really get mm-hmm. that rap out but like yeah i'm obsessed i'm obsessed i love it, it absolutely it's absolutely it. amazing how long did it take you to make that the song whole, the whole EP. that ep the whole ep um okay so let's see um the first song, okay, fun fact, I create the first beat when I was like, okay, it's time to start working on the EP. The first beat I was working on was Bad Bitch Tip. And I wrote, I, well, I sung the chorus, I'm going, yeah, and, 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 and it just sat there, it sat there, you know, and then when I spoke to Lala out and she explained to me what she was looking for, it was like, boom. And I was like, oh, it wasn't, it wasn't, I, 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 I knew that. I could be on it, but it wasn't sitting right for me necessarily. And then I think Lala just like brought it to life. Like, (laughs) so it was perfect. So technically that was like the first like transition into me making like more upbeat music. Cause if you listen to some of the stuff I was doing at the top of the pandemic, it was a little bit more like, I guess like slower and like more vibey and chill. Um, But I wanted to create like fun music, you know, while we're all like stuck in the house. Um, So I would say from maybe like July of last year, I've kind of been kind of sort of working on each track. Um, In the intro, the title track, Black Pamela, came like a week or two before I put it out, like the entire song from the beat to everything. It was like I needed something to finalize it. The title came at the end as well. Yeah, Yeah, that's it was like the glue. Once I created the music, I was like, what is this story and who is this person? And that's when I literally thought came up with Black Pamela and I was like, "Okay, now I see what we're doing here. And it just came together kind of backwards, but yeah. No, but <laughs> it, it works. Sense. It makes so much sense. What's your personal you. favorite song on the EP right now? Because I know at the, the Clubhouse listening party, you said it changes every single day. So as of right now. It changes now, every day. Um, If I was to listen to it right now, I would say... I would say... I would say Wet T-Shirt. I would definitely say Wet T-Shirt because... Mm-hmm. um. My favorite part about that song is that I'm talking about something that is deeper in a fun way. And that's like so like emo of me like to do that. But, um, you know, 
for me is um the expression it it almost has like this somebody had said this i don't know if it was in the the clubhouse room but like it almost has like this similarity terrain on me to where yes it's fun but there's that underlying message of like pain or you know okay. trying to figure it out so i think that that's where i am in my life like the past like 48 hours mm-hmm. like not necessarily pain but just like in that grind mode of like okay what do i gotta do here you know so to me that that's the one that's the one right now yeah. And I like how like you mentioned Rain on Me. I feel like Rain on Me get, it could get lost in like the catchiness of it. But with yes. Wet T-shirt, it's like you know that that song like it hits because like the message is not lost. It's it's like it's like it's like a nice balance between like it being like a fun catchy song, but also like being meaningful and like relatable and like just like what you need to hear. Yeah, and like I feel like it just it hits different. Thank you. Oh, my God. I really... Okay, so... which? Okay, let me get y'all opinion. Which video do y'all think I should do first? Should I do Jennifer or should I do wet t-shirt? Because I'm just like, it's summertime. I have ideas and I want to tell y'all the the what I have planned for these videos. But I'm just like, I don't know which one I need right now. Like, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all some I'm, little stuff later, though. Why is it that I literally... Can I tell you? Okay, driving in my car listening to jennifer i'm like i see the vision i see the music video of what it can be Me too like at the, at the dominican salon like i see it uh, like i absolutely see it. i'm gonna yep. say i'm gonna say jennifer. i'm gonna say jennifer like, yeah period i'm gonna say that because i i already <laughs> notes taken because i just see it like i'm like i already see what it can be and i feel like it'll be like super i feel like colors just in that in the yeah. summertime oh colors and prints colors and prints okay. like mama mm-hmm. yes come on we better be writing this little script see we create we're <laughs> right. talking about creatives we're creating period. period it's natural to us like we just i mean we can't help it like it just we comes off it. period we really period. can't help it i absolutely love it i'm obsessed with it yeah um so to see this this right up, oof, mama that just got me going <laughs> like so I can't wait. Um, what? So, Ocean, we're like all the same age, right? So, yeah, we're like all in our mid to late twenties. Yeah, I think Salem is twenty five. Ocean is twenty six. Yeah. I'm twenty seven. I, I actually, I just turned twenty seven last week. Last oh, week, was birthday! It? Oh my god, I've been twenty seven for two weeks. I'm so old. Just kidding. <laughs> I feel like age does not bother me. Like I'm like I'm gonna be eighty out here, like. Maybe not dressing the same right. necessarily, but right. <laughs> I'm gonna be me. Still I'm gonna right do me. Still like, produce it, right? Yeah, doing the mm-hmm. same damn thing. Absolutely. If you can, yeah. why not? Like, if you're still able mind, able body, why, why limit yourself? Mm-hmm. Honestly, you know I, how, I literally was like, God. Oh no, I was I was gonna say like the older generations, they'll say like you know, you know when you work, it keep it keeps you it keeps you alive, it keeps you going. Mm-hmm. I think when you're creative, it keeps you going because. Technically, work can almost literally kill you <laughs> if you're like, you know, with certain. Anyways, mm-hmm. but yeah, I feel like keeping the mind going and walking and breathing, drinking water, like things like that, you know. And to the day we die, child, to the day we die, Period. gotta keep working. I was like, I wanna be like in my 80s wearing like my my neon pink combat boots with like yes, my yes, 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 like yes. amazing, I don't know, whatever colorful eyeshadows that I stay wearing, like. I mm-hmm. want to still be that bitch. Like, <laughs> I just don't as ever want to, like... <laughs> yes, and I just don't ever want to, like... In my culture, like, as I get older, like, my parents are like, okay, like, you're 25 now, so maybe you want to dress. <laughs> and I was like, no, I want to wear some booty shorts, a crop top, and my fucking combat neon boots around. Like... Period. And I want to wear my Period. space buns with glitter in my face. Like, that's <laughs> what should. I want to do. Mm-hmm. I cannot. But, because um, they, they really be coming for me. And I'm like, mm, all right, pop off. But <laughs> um, what I was going to ask was, what was it like for you coming up in the time that we did? Because we all basically came up in, like, the early 2000s. Um, but, like, coming up during that time and, like, being a black queer creative. Because we can't change who we are. Like, we are who we are. And, like, what was your experience like? Um, so I, I, I probably have said this 30,000 times on the podcast, but I say it all the time, like when people start asking me, but it's like, since I started like rapping so young uh, as a black gay man growing up in the South, um, in Georgia at that, it's like, I guess 
a lot of the things that I'm doing now were blocked when I was younger. I couldn't even imagine it. I couldn't even imagine it. Um, when I started, my dad was my manager. So we, to this day, like currently don't speak and we haven't spoken in years. Um, I think with the direction that I was, the person I was becoming, I don't think that we necessarily saw eye to eye and we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll speak one day. Maybe, maybe not child. Y- y'all know how it's life. You know, you, you have to keep pushing. Exactly. Um, but I've always, I had a, I had a struggle because I keep telling people like I never made fun music. I love to dance. I love to party. I never made like true fun music because I was just, I was not letting my like queer flag fly. And mm-hmm. That's why Black Pamela is so important, because to me, for people who have known me and seen like my progress from a young age and like putting music online all these years, the drag could be such a shock. But if you really know me, you know that this is just a element of me. So to me, the drag is almost like a unintentional like stamp on the, hey, I'm here. You know, it doesn't... as a person who's healed from that growing up experience in terms of like not being able to just like release it all, all, all my like honest creativity, um, it, it doesn't feel like it's coming from like a rebellious place. It feels like it's coming from a place of like, oh, I made it and now I can breathe and be me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can always tell when someone speaks or moves through pain. And I want it to, I'm, I'm proud of myself for creating Black Pamela from a genuine place and not from a place of like, you know, anger, because I was very angry (laughs) with, you know, my dad or like just, you know, certain people that come in and out your life, just very, very angry because I knew I had good intentions. And I think now um, staying true to myself and fighting through those things and healing from being so angry, um, I feel a lot better and I feel free. Um, But yes, earlier it was like, girl <laughs> what are we doing here like i got my ears pierced and it was like an issue type thing but right. shout out to my mama because she uh-huh. always been a real one and she's always been supportive Period. shout out to her yeah. love her to death um and my little sister they're like my little cheerleaders and my best friends so i love yeah. that but honestly i can fully relate like i was born in new orleans and we moved to houston after katrina so like being that little different little black girl that like you know you're different but you don't know why and nobody yeah. is like and the reason why it's not even explained to you because it's forbidden like you're not supposed to be different you're yeah. supposed to like be in this mode and like be in a box and for you to like to figure out or try to discover yourself it's just such a hard process because you're not granted that like freedom of like trying to figure your own stuff out or you're not granted the comfort that you need to like want to like reach out to somebody and like being sheltered and like trying to like live this cookie cutter lifestyle that like oh you're supposed to read the bible go to school go to work marry a husband have some kids blah blah and you know like you know that's you just feel it within yourself that that's not your that's not your path and like once you realize that you don't have to follow it that that's that's only one way to to the end of it because we all gonna die <laughs> but how we get there is like our our own choice and once you figure, realize that that's not that's not every that's not the only way down there it's just so freeing and like i remember like listening to literally my little closeted ass listening to lil wayne in seventh grade like just getting my complete life like knowing where from and that's what i mean like when i like like smart lyrics that's what i'm coming from like i'm yes like little way Nicki minaj like all them people like that's who i was like listening to so when i mm-hmm. when this metaphor is like i know like bitch oh i was thinking for oh, so i was thinking all that shit for a while and i just <laughs> now got it yeah <laughs> like I, I just now got it so i get it and like but like yeah like in the south like for some reason i'm not for some reason i know the reason but Mm -hmm. like (laughs) but like it's just like it's just so hard to just like really like reach out and like really try to discover yourself and it's not always welcome with open arms it's not always like you know it's not always comfortable and so i i completely i feel you on that i want to ask you like what was the moment for you because okay I've always been a passionate person and a lot of times I've been like very like 
I've felt bad about maybe speaking to certain friends about how passionate I'm like, all you got to do is do this. Just break free. Just break free, you know, because I want these people to stay with me forever. But the truth is, everybody can't. Right. Was right. what was the moment in your life? Because I'm thinking like for, so for me, from like a male perspective, um, you know, it's I just feel like females have it harder because it's like. The pressure on us is just generally speaking, like, you know, less in the South or in, in black families. It's just it just truly is. So for me, it's easy to be like, girl, bye. When y'all get on my way, you know, like right. whether it be a friend or a family member or just whatever. It's like it's easy to do that sometimes. But like it took me years to understand that a lot of my female friends, they don't have that same you know, it's a lot more weight, especially sometimes it could be your own siblings still trying to tell you, like, you know what I'm saying? So what like what helped you like just kind of break free and just say my creativity is like the thing that I want to, you know, and this just like expressive and just like what was that moment? I realized that once I realized that there was no change in anybody's mind on how they thought about me, I was just like, I'm about to do whatever the fuck I want. Because I, I can't oh. change how you see me. I can't change how you feel about me. That's not my job. So whether I go, like, whether I please you or not, like, there is no pleasing people. Like, you're always going to disappoint them one way or another. And, like, yeah. once I realized that or once I comprehended, like, oh, you're just always going to see me as this little, like, what you want me to be and not who mm -hmm. I am. Right. Then I was just like, girl, bye. Like, <laughs> like I'm going to let you think how you want to think, but that's not my problem. My problem is, like, making yeah. Alexis happy. My problem is, like, feeding Alexis and like if you want to be on the bad wagon then you are more than welcome but if mm -hmm. you can't then you can't yeah. oh my gosh literally same like literally same like all of that is is literally what I experienced because I think for me it was like college and I mm -hmm. remember I went into undergrad as like a business student and I remember like finding like the business people and I was like nah this ain't it. This is not where I'm supposed to <laughs> it's be. It's not my crowd. Yeah. It's not my crowd. So then I switched to digital communications and I was like, yeah. I'm still like in the professional realm, but there's a creative aspect into it in it that I can yeah. tap into. And so then I was surrounded by graphic designers, web designers, musicians. Like we had a studio like in our building that I was going to school in. And I befriended all of those specific people. And I remember I would just mm -hmm. hang out. I would be like, some of my, like, my friends were like singers or rappers. And I'm like, I just want to be in the environment of just seeing these people create. And that's when it hit me. And I was like, oh, oh, this is, this is where you're supposed to be. These are the people you're supposed to be with. And I remember yeah. like getting excited about it and like telling people who I was like friends with or were at the time. And mm -hmm. they just weren't as excited about it. Or like even my family where I'd be like, like they're in the studio, look like I, we taking pictures like on the mic, whatever, whatever. And they were just like, okay, anyways, focus on yeah. know, doing. And I'm like, oh, this ain't it, this ain't it. Mm -hmm. But like I mm -hmm. continue to like people please and making my family happy and like, especially being, I'm a first generation like immigrant from coming from yeah. like immigrant parents. And for me, it's like they my whole thing is they came here from a third world country to make my life better. And so I almost mm -hmm. feel like I owe them and like I'm in debt to them, but I'm not mm. oh, like my I'm God, you're not. not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. like I'm here to live my life for me like they came here for me to be able to live the life that I want and to be free with it. And that's how I should be doing it. Not by how they want and not by the standards or the rules that they want. Because then, like, I'm going to be back into the situation of just being completely unhappy. And right. mm -hmm. that's not fair to me. So and I, I would say, yeah. to your point, that, like, girls just have it harder. Because, like, I feel like the easy route is to, like, go down that straight and narrow path of, like, the traditions of, like, getting your husband, having your kids, making sure your man is taken care of blase blase yeah. like to a point like you do kiss like as a creative as like a queer what person or whatever it it doesn't like it's not lost on you that like girl if i just marry this man have some kids shut these people up that's mm -hmm. all i gotta do but like it's like it will be a disservice to not only yourself but just to what you could create and like yes. and then what that could lead to like it's like you're boxing yourself in and for what? Literally. Mm. And for then somebody adding, else's 
for somebody else's comfort, for somebody else's happiness, for somebody else's like reputation. And for what? Fuck mm. that. And like mm. just to add on to that was like for me, like growing up, it's like our culture and our society is very like for girls and the Ethiopian culture. So I remember hearing this word consistently, which uh, they always said to me, which was sinistrat, which basically mm-hmm. means like act right. Like, you know, you need to behave better. Like your behavior mm-hmm. as, a, as a female, as a woman needs to be better than what it is, which is which for me, I was just mm-hmm. a colorful kid. I ran around, did whatever, wanted to get into stupid shit and be like having a good time. Like, that's just what I was naturally. But because our society sees our, our culture was like women quiet like you have to be modest i was not that bitch i was like as i got older i was like i want to wear like t-shirts with my titties popped up my body's like (laughs) sitting right and like they just were not about it and i was just like okay and like i remember my mother always telling me like you need to stay quiet or you can't behave that way or you can't react like that and i'm like well fuck that i'm just not gonna be around y'all and it's very like you said it's easy to just push Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'll show up at some points, but I also know I need to protect myself at some point. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That balance between I'm only going to give you as much as you're able to take and I'm only going to do it in the in to my comfort and to my level. So yeah, if right. I like I've learned like I, I, I used to get quiet about my accomplishments because some of the people I was around made me feel like I couldn't celebrate it without it being an issue or a comparison to them. But, you know, right. these motherfuckers get one promotion or another, like, their big accomplishment. And I'm just like, genuinely, because this is someone you love. But again, I think a lot of that comes from a place a lot of people want to do and be it, a lot of people say that they're passionate and we all have the freedom to act upon it. But people won't. And that the, the truth is, as a human, that will create like those rifts in friendships and relationships mm-hmm. just to be like super transparent and. For me, I'm learning to not get so angry with them and be like, you just wish that you had the same because they do. And that's not nice. And then it's also like they can grow. You know what I'm saying? Whether we grow together or not, they can grow. As long as I do my part as a friend and as a family member or whatever, um, by staying true to myself and encouraging them, then when I say my success, it should be received in ways that I am okay with it. and if I don't if I if it's if it, if I can see that pain or that hurt I'm mindful of our overall relationship because that is the truth of like maybe we're not in the same place right now because if my accomplishments are affecting you or hurting you like I don't want that to happen you know what I'm saying so I don't know I don't relate, know you relate in some yeah. level you're like oh I don't want like especially the the level of pain that you end up feeling you're like I don't want other people to feel what I just ex- what I've been experiencing or right. what I feel or what yes. I experience by me doing it onto them when I know like how it feels firsthand mm-hmm. like it's but it is hard and it is frustrating and it is like it's like mm-hmm, but also like you're like okay I get it right like, mm-hmm. let yeah. me center myself like it's very that I I'm very interested with like the future of like the next generation of black creatives because you know Honestly, like, I think for me, like, the biggest thing is seeing black creatives on TikTok is something that I really, really am loving right now because, I I mean, I don't know if, like, the Vine era was, um, Mm -hmm. you know, up and popping, but, like, the creators that came out of, to me, the creators that really made made Vine to me were the black ones, and I just felt like they were so much funnier, they were so much more entertaining, and there was the transition from Vine to YouTube but all of the successful Viners who moved to YouTube were white and then they blew up and then YouTube paid them buku money. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh no, I don't like this. And like to see yep. what the black creatives are doing now on TikTok where they're like, yeah, y'all saw all our dances. Like the whole like, um, the whole situation with like the Megan song. Mm-hmm. I knew, yep, I was waiting for it. Yep, yep, I that was- I love that. The f- that is like the sweetest revenge like but in the most like I'm not we're actually not doing anything we're just showing you the truth and this is a perfect example like hands on my knees that is so funny <laughs> to me like <laughs> that is hilarious I stand I like, love that's like what they came up with. that is like my sense of humor like 
irony and just like I don't that is just so funny to me like I cry laughing at stuff like that because I mean as black creators we've had it so tough and there are so many people who are getting like muted bigger bodies get muted and things like that or pictures getting taken yeah. down and it's like it is the reality we live in and the same way that these companies are working and like whoever's like moderating the online world the same way that and, and a lot of times it's you know people with reporting it's just how society is so the fact that we are like owning ourselves as like black creatives it's time and i just feel like i'm ready for world domination because child our world domination ain't the you know the uh the 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 right or the <laughs> right. yeah you know what I'm saying? we're not evil exactly so i the irony in our world domination is that we're actually bringing love to the world like is that so scary for everybody to all have equal fucking rights gen- like legitimately it's not genuinely maybe yeah. you're scared because you don't know it but we're here to show you that we come in peace or not <laughs> Honestly, we like, be that's aggressively really, creative and show you right. girls my what's piece the may look different than your piece, but <laughs> period, period. But listen, period. don't try it because I feel like I was thinking this the other day and I was like, listen, we are not our parents or our grandparents' generation. So, listen, what we do, what we how we're approaching you by not creating content for you to take and steal is a, yeah. is a very kind thing that's a gesture <laughs> thank you, okay thank you. literally versus thank you, what yes. we are listen i will hit you and i won't bat an eye <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm trying to stay so calm because i'm a crazy person like y'all like i'm trying to stay calm but yes i feel you like yes. i feel you i feel you it's i'm just excited to see what like the next generation is gonna do um but do you think that they're a bit luckier at least the ones that like gen z that that in the position and place that they're in now because i feel like there's give or take absolutely i would say it's give give or take i feel like gen z and the 17 year olds i don't want them to get a lot of people use the word sensitive 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 oh they're too sensitive Mm -hmm. um i understand i just don't want to like like use that word i think that's too like general to say i think that a lot of times they're actually more aware of you know the culture and the mm-hmm. climate that they're living in that's their society and their world so but at the same time i don't want them to get too anxious we as millennials we're very anxious and they are too they're they're worse than us they're very anxious and they're very like you know sad and in their head because everything is going so quick so quick so quick so i do think they have it um easier in terms of access um, but I don't want them to lose sight of just like living and being able to cut yes. somebody out that you shouldn't have and saying, I'm sorry. Like, it's OK to live and be a person like same thing with cancel culture. Yes. When there are people who do things that are absolutely irate, ridiculous, like we know the people that need to stay out of here. Right. Like to me, there's a clear separation of you got to go and. I've genuinely learned my lesson and I'm actively showing you that I have. Um, so same thing with that. It's like, I don't know. I, that, I guess that's just my fear. I don't want us to get to a point where we know our, our favorite queens, right? And we know our um, Lady Bunny. We know her, her, her comedy, her humor, you know? Humor subjective like everything else in the world. So it's like, it's very, I, I don't think they understand that yet about everything in life. It's like, if it's not for you, cut it off. You know what I'm saying? It's never going to be for everybody. So I guess that's, we've kind of always been there as a society. Um, I like how the kids are standing up for people who are getting, like, disrespected. Because I see a lot of straight guys, specifically, like, black comedy sometimes, where I'm just like, girl, this ain't funny to me. Like, the jokes aren't smart. They're not witty. If they were, I would laugh. I think Cat Williams can be very funny because they're clever. Or like a Dave Chappelle. They've had, they have their moments. You know, they say crazy things sometimes and things I don't agree with, right? But at least it's coming from a witty place as opposed to like... Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just low-hanging so it, it's very hard, life. but that's that's Anything, I feel like that's yeah. going to be the war on the internet for years to come it's just you know trying to find that find those boundaries um but yeah i just don't want it to become yeah. to where because of it we get just completely censored you know I, so yeah 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 
I feel like knowledge is power and with our generation they have so much access to the knowledge that their power is mm-hmm. gonna just be like they're not gonna know what to do with it it's like they're gonna go into this fight yes. or flight mode of like okay do I correct everything do I have to be like do I have to like censor everything I say do I have to like be or do I just do nothing and just go into my show and just like not live my life cause like I can't be perfect and like I mean where you what you how you use that power is more so beneficial than like the power itself because it's one thing to like try to like always be correct and always come and like always try to correct other people or like give other people what they need to know whatever whatever but it's also like you don't want to just hinder yourself in the process like it just live your life and like girl people are going to come in and out of your life they're going to do crazy things like they ain't going nowhere so like every every battle is not is not worth fighting and so i feel like the next generation is going to really have a tough time learning that but it is there so i think like once they get a hang of it or yeah. they ever do yeah it's like it's about to be a movement it's about to be crazy i mean like, honestly right because they have access to so much they have like literally using youtube is so easy using tiktok is so easy social media is just like accessible there's like three-year-olds that know how to like go on tiktok and like post and stuff like that like it's Mm -hmm. it's craziness at the amount of things they have access to and like how they could just like yeah generate a following within a day in hours like Like, it's it's crazy. crazy i think that like you said knowledge is power and literally we have all of the knowledge in the palm of our hands literally anything you can think of other than literally the creation of time like the actually you know there's nothing else that we cannot get access to i think a lot of people don't even believe <laughs> right. that they have the power that they do have which is why they don't take that leap you know because of everything that's instilled 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 if you are a doctor if you want to be a doctor and save lives, you are a right. very important person in this world. You need to go to school. You you need to go to school, right? But if you are a creative, a lot of the times, there right. I know sometimes courses have gotten better over the years, but there's still no true foundation of what road to take, you know? You have to kind of find it yourself. And I don't know, that that's right. that's a whole nother conversation, but <laughs> it, Right, because I want to say even like even today's like social media classes or like any any like written literature on social media is so like incomplete because like it's constantly evolving, it's constantly changing. You can't, and like there's dude. no way to do that. There's there's no individual way to like get to like being successful on social media. It's like you have to gauge that yourself. Like it can't be taught. It's like one of those things that just can't be taught. Mm-mm. That that's the thing is like so I just took a my social media strategies class and so in it my professor knew and he was like listen it's evolving there's no book we don't have a textbook you can't write this because Instagram is gonna change and literally Clubhouse was wow. like a whole new thing that that I ended up teaching a session on because I knew about it and he didn't really know much about it and that's how it is and it's just because it's forever evolving and growing like yeah. you either get with mm-hmm. it or not like you just kind of figuring out what's the newest trends oh what's this okay but it is a lot and it does become overwhelming yeah. where you go i want to do this within this specific uh, yeah. field how do i do it when it changes and also like the algorithms are very specific to each social media site and to learn each one like instagram's uh the owner of instagram literally just came out the other day and was like so we're gonna become a more e-commerce like video based uh social media site yeah yeah and i'm like okay well instagram is very well known for really just taking off of the ideas of others like snapchat the filters and the videos um the reels tiktok like facebook is e-com like really so it's Mm -hmm. it's it's really just taking the ideas and and i feel like instagram is a a platform of photos like heighten it off of that don't just like take off of the ideas because now people are like well what's your algorithm and how is that going to be written twitter's algorithm is completely different shit Mm. i'm still upset that my shit got suspended i'm and i'm like because i didn't know that twitter doesn't pay for like Like, Instagram and music Facebook pays for, all. like, their music. Twitter doesn't pay for any of that. So they'll Damn. flag it, and then your account gets taken down. So, like, I've seen people who've had, like, yeah. thousands and thousands yeah. of followers 
gone. Like, and Twitter, oh nobody, apparently God. nobody works at fucking Twitter. Because yeah, that happened to um, my, my boyfriend. His account was to. suspended for like six months. They're the worst. Yeah. They're the worst. I'm, yeah. So hopefully one day, but I'm really excited to see like, what these black creatives are, yes. are are doing and you know obviously hi hello we're part of it um but just to see what the the next generation is gonna do and i think that as millennials like we're able to also give them a bit more support than like we'd had because we didn't i don't know like i don't feel like we had a massive generation before us that was like yes creatives go for it go for yeah. it like i don't feel I like i mean at least i didn't I feel like we're definitely starting the momentum and getting yeah. them like, okay, we about to pass the baton. It's, it's like, like we do shit, but bitch, like what's funny is crazy. our parents' parents was like, <laughs> like what are we doing? Oh, you kids in that TV, <laughs> and then our parents were like, you kids in that phone, and now we're like, all oh, these kids in their TikTok because we understand social media. Like it's a little, it's like a little bit easier. Like I know a lot of like millennial, like a lot of my friends and stuff are just always joke about like, child, I don't know how to use TikTok, and I'm like, I feel you. Like I barely do either. Like I, I don't really know. But um, it's just, it's, it's a little bit more funny because we're not judging them for being creative. We understand it. We were on Vine. We were on MySpace trying to, like, edit our little pages. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I don't know. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I think that's right. really cool. That's crazy. Yeah. When I was mm-hmm. growing up, I always had, like, phases, like, on different types of artists. And so, yeah. I was like, girl, when I have kids, I can't even be mad when they're over here mm-hmm. obsessed with whoever is out right now. Because mm-hmm. I've been yeah. there. I was the yeah. dumbest person. I was Nicki Minaj. Like, I, I can't even be mad. Yeah. Let me just go ahead and take, let me pay for this concert I don't know ticket because these... I already know you're going to ask. So. What? You, like, paying for a concert ticket? <laughs> That's what I did for my sister. Like I literally, she yeah, she was like I like oh she gosh. was a huge she had like a huge like Big Sean phase, and I was like, I'll get you tickets. So I got her tickets for her birthday to go uh, see Big Sean, and she was just like so happy. At least she has taste. Like at least she has taste because yeah. Listen, these kids be talking about all these FBIs <laughs> and I'm, you uh, MB. Yes, it's a lot of people that I don't know. I'm not even going to like hold you. I don't know a lot of these people. Um. And I know that music evolves. I know. I'm like, am I old? Like, what the fuck? You like, so old. no. I, there's so many. <laughs> I like, I know NBA YoungBoy. I know um, Pooh Shiesty. I don't know their songs or faces, but I do know. It's like I know them all separately. Like, I know. I mean, know this song, but I don't know who sings it. And then they say NBA, and I'm like, oh, I know that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, oh my god, I'm old. But I'm just. Not, right. not okay. well, yeah. I guess to circle back around in a sense to Black Pamela, I wanted to create something that will last. And I don't think <laughs> a lot of these current rappers are going to last. I don't. But the ones that are will, and we know the Doja Cats and the Little Nas's and the Megans, the people who work and care mm-hmm. and love their art and are mm-hmm. passionate. Um, yeah. But yeah, a lot of these niggas, they finna be up out of here, so. Yeah. It's just the truth. I mean, it just takes Period. me back to like what Beyonce has said, where she was like, Beyonce yeah. was like, yep. people don't make a body of work anymore. And I remember her saying that like back in 2013. <laughs> I'm so happy that I grew yes. up as a Beyonce stand because she really, not only was I just like, oh, I'm Beyonce, but like she taught me a lot too, just like her as an artist. Yep. She grew up in like, the she started back in the 90s to still being mm-hmm. like the biggest star right now in this moment so she gets it and so when she says like they don't people don't make albums people don't make bodies of work people just yeah. put out singles after single and they're like i just need to get this money i'm like well it's gonna be a lost song and something forgotten that i and especially mm-hmm. now when everything is so new and everything is changing yes exactly exactly for a week and, and that's why okay and that's why i guess it's like right. for me I do feel old when I'm like, child, who are these people? Like, what are these? But like you said, the kids, they have their own people because I was obsessed with Soulja Boy. Like, I had, did y'all ever use Bebo? Yeah. Do y'all remember Bebo? Okay, so it Bebo was very similar to MySpace, but it was like, I think it was like <laughs> even more creative and like more music oriented. You could do a lot on there. And like, I found my old page. It was similar to like tagged in MySpace, but like, I found my old page and I was like, oh my God, I have all this like Soulja Boy pictures and songs. I'm like, 
oh my god i'm that i was that kid that i'm now saying why y'all listen to these little people who are but i mean it, it is what it is you know you know right uh, yeah <laughs> he did soldier boy he did. soldier boy made bangers yes. and they're still and like still makes like bops like and still makes fire bops so i like I, it aged well i'm like he, well, look he, it aged well clap clap <laughs> totally. what's the song um I, am I old? Are we old? <laughs> clap, clap. Yeah, she um, make it clap. I make it clap, clap, clap. <laughs> it's hey, a TikTok dance. Yes. I'm like, what's that clap, clap song with yeah. that, that one uh, soldier boy? No, no, no. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We getting up there, yo. That I mean, so you know what? Hilarious. It is what it is. I'm. <laughs> But I honestly think, I think Black Pamela is honestly a, like Thank a timeless so classic. Like you did an incredible job. Fully, with it. it is like, a once timeless you, classic. Once you get up there mainstream, people are gonna like stumble upon Black Pamela, like just to like see where you came from, where your origin story is from, and go like. I mean, it's gonna be like how Nikki re released. Yeah, how Nikki re released that mixtape. Thank like, you. That's I'm so excited for be. this journey. Right. Like I feel. I'm it. so happy to be a part of y'all journey. Like especially like for like season two now it's like it's really cool to like i almost feel like in a sense i'm in my second season of creativity because i've only put out two projects i put out a project called aquarium 51 in 2019 then the pandemic happened i was preparing for another ep but literally everything just changed after the pandemic and this is like my season two and it's really cool to like have those people that i get to work across with you know what i'm saying like it's genuine like I've been getting to know y'all, just hear y'all yes. speak, you know, through Clubhouse and stuff. So it's just dope. It's just dope. The stars are aligned, and it's about to happen, y'all. It's about to happen. We're here. What's happening? We're here. We're here. <laughs> Period. We're here. I feel it. I know it. Also, We're I stand here. We're here. I'm so excited. Thank you yep. so I, much. I, saw, I literally saw the top of it, and I was like, this yes! This, I love this that. Icon. This shirt. Icon. <laughs> Absolutely. I crossed it. I stand. It. I, I stand. Yes. <laughs> I'm yes, so obsessed with yes, it. Yes. I'm like wearing this all day. <laughs> but thank you so much, Ocean, for joining us. Like, this was an amazing episode. I'm well, so, right, like, I'm has it been an hour? Like, this, this was really was fun. This so is my fast. first like <laughs> video podcast I've ever done. Like, so this is like really cool. Like, yes. Hey y'all! Oh, hey. Well, welcome. Oh, also, my hat's a little dirty, mm -hmm. but it does welcome. say Nikon Icon. I'm so excited for my Lucky Freestyle. <laughs> Um, OceanKellyMerch.com I have some stuff up there I'm going to add some new merch A lot of people have been buying like uh, The Black Pamela prints I literally got to ship, uh, ship some out today um, But it's just so cool Because I'm like mm. It's really cool to see You know people yeah. Again those kids there are There is that audience And there are those kids That are coming up And learning from the people They want to be like And you know Want to be a part of that journey So definitely go to OceanKellyMerch.com Y'all yay <laughs> Everything will be that, in the description box. Everything will be in yes. the description box. So be sure to go check out Ocean Kelly and Period. just. Oh my gosh, Ocean! Thank I you so much. Like I'm so happy. I, I know we'll, we'll be talking in like a day so or two on Clubhouse or something. So no <laughs> we love you. So yeah, I love I, we you. We really so much. will be. <laughs> I'm so happy, but thank you so much. We love you, everybody. Be sure to go and check out Ocean Kelly. Go listen thank to the you. EP Black Pamela. It is Bye. really amazing. But love y'all. Bye y'all. Bye.